Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, How to Prepare for Your Next Destination. Hello there. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate that you are here. A few days ago, I came across the post on social media that said, knowing when to leave is so important. The party, the job, the relationship. When I read that, I thought, yep, this is exactly where I'm at. I am preparing myself to leave towards my next destination. And as I'm preparing for this process, I thought, why not sharing my journey as I'm actually preparing? Obviously, I don't even know where I'm heading, but I'm preparing. And this is what I want to share with you today. So there will be four steps. The first step will be the inner process of getting ready. The step number two will be the signs that you are heading for a big shift in your life. Number three is how to cope with your feelings. Obviously, when you are going to take this big, huge decision, a lot of feeling will show up and you need to be ready to cope with that. And number four is how to trust the unknown. So step one is the inner process of getting ready. I am aware that every one of us is different and will react or respond differently when an occasion, like moving away from something or someone, shows up. So the best way to approach that is for me to share with you what I'm experiencing. And the aim here is is to give you the courage to go through what you must do in order to get to your next destination. When I say to give you the courage to go through, what I want you to picture is how the pioneers must have felt physically and emotionally when they decided to move to California during the gold rush. You know, imagine how it was back then. It must have taken a lot of courage to decide to uproot their life and to cross the wilderness, risking their life or the life of their loved one in the process. Nevertheless, before they could reestablish themselves in the golden state, they had to leave behind their life. This means that before you can create a new beginning, you've got to let go of the old. And there lies the challenge. So the first step occurs in the mind. You suddenly realize that what you have or where you are is no longer helping you grow. You seek for more and you feel ready to expand. During this time, you will be experiencing all sorts of emotion, perhaps frustration or anger, or you may not even be felt understood by the people who are close to you. They might ask you, why moving? You've got everything. Don't let their opinion distract you. You are entitled to your feeling and emotion. Stick to your decision. After you've decided mentally what you're going to do, you will be faced with having to make all sorts of decisions, mainly what you will be taking with you, emotionally and physically. One of the reasons so many people are not happy is that they cannot let anything go, especially what feels emotionally heavy, so they stay where they are. My dad is actually a great example of what I mean here. For as far as I know, my dad hoards things. 
and in many instances in his life, he often refused to take responsibility for his behaviors. He never took anything seriously, except if you were throwing something away. He just cannot let go of anything. I believe his behavior is connected with the loss of his mom when he was about seven years old. To him, letting go means accepting to let go of his mom. So yes, he did grew physically. However, emotionally, he stayed a lot like a seven-year-old kid. Now, before I go into step two, I want to add something else. I know this might come across as a contradiction. However, I feel that I will not do you a favor by not sharing this important fact. The state of mind has everything, and when I say everything, I really mean it. The state of mind has everything to do with how you feel about yourself. So when you decide it's time to move away from something or someone, remember that it's your state of mind that will dictate what will happen next. We tend to live with the concept that when I will have, for example, the perfect job, the perfect spouse, or the perfect home, then I will have the energy to, let's say, lose weight, and then I will be happy. When I have, then I will do, and this will lead me to be happy is actually an illusion. To truly manifest your dream life, you've got to apply the process in reverse. Rather than have, do, be, it's be, do, have. Meaning, you must be happy with yourself first. This attitude gives you an extra boost to do the things that requires energy and courage, and then you get to have the life you desire. And yes, I did learn this lesson the hard way. Three years ago, when I moved away from my ex-husband, I moved with frustration and anger. Of course, there was some compassion there too. Nevertheless, the anger was stronger. I say I had compassion because deep inside I never wanted to hurt my ex-husband nor my son. And although in my heart I felt I had compassion, they did not see it from that perspective. In their mind, I abandoned them. Only now can I say this, at the time I didn't, but now I can tell, that it was their choice that they feel that way. My role was not to try to change them, although at the time I was trying to change them. It was to respect their feelings. However, one thing that was more important than anything else was that to make sure that my needs were met, and at the time they were not. I did not know this, but at the time, my state of mind was in a state of lack, and of course I struggled with low self-worth. I felt I was a lump in the kitchen. I was part of the furniture. I cooked, cleaned, did all sorts of home repairs while hubby and son were quite happy playing video games or simply watch TV. I felt I was invisible, taken for granted. One day I reached a point of no return. I had enough of that kind of life. I didn't know what I wanted, but I knew what I did not want. So I started to network to expand my knowledge. 
This new behavior woke up hubby and son. Whoa, where's mom? At one point, the two of them pushed me against the wall, asking me to promise them that I would no longer go out and meet new people at networking events. I told them no. Why should I deprive myself? The thing, though, is that they were not really happy with my decision, and it caused so much resentment between the, all of us that the best thing for me was to move away. The truth is that I moved with frustration. At the time, I hadn't figured out how to be financially independent. Frustration mixed with lack of money increased my state of lack, bringing with it fear. In a state of fear, I made poor decisions and never managed to be in revenue during that time. The outcome of that? Well, two years later, I was forced to accept that I had to return to my ex-husband for a shelter. Trust me, this humbling experience wasn't fun, but honestly indispensable to my growth. I did wonder for a long time why God had given me the ability to move away, then gently ask that I return. I had to learn to be happy with myself, no matter the situation I'm in, and that took another two years to learn. Now, let's talk about step two, the signs that you are heading for a big shift in your life. For me, the signs comes in the form of hunch and energy. There are some messages that is happening around me that are totally abstract, and there are others that are actually more of a concrete form. I'm going to talk to you about the abstract one. Besides the, the two years that I was gone, I've lived in that same home in Southern California for more than 20 years. It never happened before where two doves have decided to create a nest on the wall that divides the property line between us and the neighbor. That wall has a lot of branches and bushes around it, so it's pretty sheltered. The cool thing is that where they built their nest was right by the kitchen window, and so I could actually observe their progress on a daily basis. And I have to say, it was amazing what they taught me. For instance, they taught me about patience, like when it was time for them to sit on their little eggs for 12 hours at a time, they just sat there and they did not have any Wi-Fi to entertain them, no music, no newspaper, no tablet, nothing. They just took it easy. They reminded me that it is a law of nature to wait for the timing of the universe. They could not rush the process nor we can in our life rush our own process when we want to create something or when we want to grow. Another thing also is that they had actually two batch of babies first time around. They made two babies and then the second time they made one. Now bringing back the experience of watching these birds with what I'm sharing with you today is that to me that abstract revelation made me realize that something new is about to happen. And it's not going to be just one thing. There will be two things. Now, the more concrete form for me to know that there is a big shift happening 
It comes in the form of something that requires my attention. Like, for example, there's trees on the property that needed trimming. And of course, I keep postponing it until the neighbor kind of asked us to help her out. You know, she said, you know, it's actually blocking the sun on my grass and I'm growing a garden. So I could no longer just ignore the task. Another example also is that the AC unit stopped working. So I had to address that too. And there was water damage on one of the bathroom walls. Now you might wonder what all these little tasks has to do with me getting ready to leave. Well, let me explain in more detail here. Just like these little birds who were sitting on this nest and waiting patiently for the eggs to hatch. Energetically speaking, I felt that it was a way for me to acknowledge the effort and in some ways allow for me one more time to go through all that needs to be addressed so that when I'm heading towards my next destination, I will go with peace of mind knowing that I gave my all. I am very grateful that my ex-husband allowed for me to stay here and that the fact that we have finally made peace and also how much we have learned from each other. These things are precious because relationship is one of the key factors that will help one another in the long run for success. If we don't have any relationship with anyone, we're not going to go far in life. I don't know how you might get the sign that it's time for you to get a big shift in your life. It might come in a different way for you. Most likely, there's some signs uh, either of frustration or you get an opportunity. It may be that a company has found you and reach out to you to offer you a job in a different town or a different state or maybe perhaps even a different country. So the point I'm making here is that I want you to stay open and pay attention to these signs. Oftentimes, they're not necessarily coming at you loud and clear. Basically, what I'm saying here is pay attention to the subtle signs that you are witnessing around you. And of course, the more you pay attention to these signs, the better you can be prepared when it's time to take a decision. Step three is how to cope with your feelings. Well, there's two angles to this. There's the physical plane and then there's the emotional plane. So on the physical plane, for some reason, I happen to have the energy to handle those time-consuming projects. And the cool thing is that I was doing them not from a place of frustration, but because I was happy. In a way, it was my way to... Make sure that when I'm gone, that my ex-husband will be okay. I have to say, though, that on an emotional perspective, it was a totally different thing. I felt as I was going through grief. Like a part of me was actually dying, breaking apart and collapsing. I believe that where the energy came is that rather than investing the time in crying, I channel that energy into doing the chores. As I was doing them, I realized I was going full circle on what I've invested over 20 years in this home. 
And investing my physical energy in getting things done was my way to grieve what I must let go. You see, although this was my first home, it now belongs to my ex-husband, and I've got to let him go back to his things. As a side note to all this, for anybody else around me, they might think that me taking care of chores as in supposed to continue working, let's say, on the social media of my business was actually a detour. However, for me, it did not come this way. I had this inner certainty that taking care of those tasks was the right thing to do. And it's quite something emotionally to lean into that unknown with complete faith that something extraordinary is waiting for me around the corner. While doing this without seeing it is not so easy. But you know what? I trust so heartedly of that place called the unknown. And this brings me to talk to step number four, how to trust the unknown. Remember that if you want something new, if you know what you're going to do today and you know what you're going to do tomorrow, and it's the same thing as what you've done last week and last month and last year, trust me, there's nothing new that's going to happen in your life. So in order for you to create something new, you've got to embrace and trust the unknown. The truth, though, is that changes cause a lot of discomfort. And when we are afraid, we want to hang on to what we have or what we know. I'll give you a silly example here. One time, my hairdresser shared with me that she had a new client that came in. And she said, you know what? I don't want you to change the hair color. I don't want you to change the hairstyle nor the length. I want you to leave everything as it is, but make it look better. And you know what? At the end of the session, the client was unhappy. Intuitively, this client wanted to have something new and refreshing, but she was afraid to change something. So in the end, she went home with the same hairdo and the same unhappiness as she arrived. She was not willing to do something new and different. And therefore, she did not experience anything new and different. Allowing for the transformation process takes time and faith. I'm not referring here to the religious faith. I'm talking about the faith that there's a force greater than you that has your back. When you mix the spirit of a higher power with that faith in your abilities, make something new appear less daunting. So trust it. Trust that it will lead you to your next destination. I love one of the Olympic commercials where one girl says, you don't need to be amazing to start, but you need to start to be amazing. And that is really the moral of this story here. Mind you that the true secret to success is to be prepared physically, emotionally, and mentally by taking not just one gigantic step, but millions of little ones. Bear in mind that when we lean in towards harnessing the unknown, it will bring a lot of fear, stress, and tension at times. 
my next suggestion here is that for you to take the time to listen to your body and just follow your instinct, follow what it's telling you. Just remember that achieving something in life, it, it is a life journey, not a, not a sprint. So if there are times where you need to rest, go ahead and rest. Resting is part of living also. In my case, I will listen to a lot of my hunches and intuition. However, sometimes I don't listen to them. Like, for example, when I witnessed this wonderful chocolate cake at the store and I bought it and ate it, so of course, my then my body will tell me to course correct, and that's what I do. The point I'm making here is that nobody is perfect, and we are not on this planet to live like a robot. The idea is that when we get things that are not comfortable, these are messages that it's time to course correct. If you do receive amazing surprises, that means that you are on the right path. In conclusion to this episode, I want to say it took me four years to grasp all, all the learning that I'm sharing with you today. I get to share this wisdom because one day God whispered to me, Nadia, you are not a lump in the kitchen. You are an amazing woman who have a message. If you are willing to take one step towards achieving more in your life, I will show you the way. Trust that I am with you. Trust that I am watching your back. And that moment in my life was so precious because it put me together. I've been taking small steps towards something new ever since that moment. And this is what I'm inviting you to do if you wish to achieve your dream life. If you feel stuck and would like some guidance, just send me an email at ask at nadiafleury.com. It's spelled A-S-K at N-A-D-I-A-F-L-E-U-R-Y dot C-O-M. I thank you so much for listening. If you feel that this episode can help a friend, please share it and please stay safe and healthy and let's chat next month. Have a fabulous day.